So it's ready, and here we go. So this is Music 316, and it's Wednesday, <coughs> September 30th, I think. Am I right about that? <laughs> and I hope the year is still 2009. I'm getting confused about everything these days. Anyhow, it's our first day of class for the 2009-2010 academic year, and welcome to the class. Um, tomorrow was to have been our first day of the quizzes, but we're not having the quizzes. Some of you may already have registered for other classes in place of the quiz tomorrow, and you're free to do that at this point. The quizzes are definitely and permanently canceled. I will occasionally have a special session that is optional, not required, on Thursdays at this time. Most Thursdays I'll be meeting another class at this time, but tomorrow will be the first special optional meeting for those of you who can and want to come to learn more about the organization of the class, the nature of the listening requirements and the listening examples, and how to prepare for study and for an exam that includes listening examples. Because the exams for the class are um, split equally between general questions about class materials and listening questions about listening examples that you study and that will be played back for you during the exam. If you haven't had a listening exam before, there are always a lot of people in this class who haven't had listening exams, and there are a lot of people in the class who have had listening exams before. The good news is that the highest grades in the class seem to split evenly between those who have and who have not <coughs> had prior experience with listening exams. And in case you were wondering, there is a minority of music majors in this class. I'm not sure exactly how many. I haven't gone through the, the online class list. Yeah, but typically it's somewhere 15, 20% of the class are music majors. Again, the good news for those of you who are not music majors is that the best grades in the class split pretty much evenly between music majors and non-music majors, <coughs> meaning Oh, you guys have guessed it. You are, you're, you're sharp enough to have figured where I'm going with this. But because there are so many more non-music majors than music majors in the class, there are more good grades earned by non-music majors than by music majors. That's a sad thing for music majors, but I know, I know you guys will work hard um, and try, try to make up uh, for 
whatever uh, statistical disadvantage the stars may have had to get. Um, and I know some of you will do really great. I hope all of you do really great. And we'll have some incentives later, later in the class to help you do really great. Um, I guess then I should talk tomorrow about exams and other class requirements and um, um, possibilities uh, for doing extra stuff um, in the class. So I will do that. For those of you who come to the session tomorrow, you might want to print out the, um, the, the web page for the class with the, with the description and outline and the requirements and everything. So you have a chance to look at that. Um, and so you can ask any questions that, that you might have about it tomorrow. Yeah. Same time. Same room as well? I think same room, yeah. I hope they haven't put anybody else in here already. I don't know. I better check on that. Huh? If not, we'll go nomading around until we, until we find you a nice place. I guess the thing to do is maybe to start with a little bit of music. Boy, a whole half hour gone and we um, haven't heard any music yet, so we should do some. Any questions? <coughs> yeah. Uh, what time periods will we be covering? I'm sorry? What time periods are we focusing on? Um, from the beginning until the present and some of the future. I should warn you, this is not a music history class because for many parts of the world and many kinds of music in the world, there is no written history, strangely enough. After all, writing has only been around as a, a, a human technology for a few thousand years. Two, three thousand around there. Not all that, not all that long. And uh, <coughs> some places in the world developed writing and some didn't. It doesn't mean that if people didn't have writing, they didn't have history. A lot of people had history texts that were kept in their heads. And they would recite them instead of read them to <coughs> tell you the facts and the dates and the names and everything that were important in history. So a lot of places <coughs> in the world have that. And we can um, even get the history of some music. And a lot of places in the world kept their history in the form of music. 
of songs that people would sing about the great events of the past and the times and the dates and the wars and the victories and the defeats and the heroes and the villains and all of the stuff that happened historically. And the history texts were always something that were sung instead of being read. And we'll run into some instances of that as we go through the class. But some places, people seem to have said, history schmistery. Who cares? What difference does it make if so-and-so wrote a piece of music or created a piece of music X number of years ago? Doesn't all music come from God anyhow? So why should we bother to remember that? Or doesn't all music come from nature? Anyhow? Isn't all music from the birds and the wolves and the whales and the howling wind through the trees? And why should we think that just because a human happened to hear it and repeat it that that's more significant than where it really comes from? Or, then again, some people would say, well, it's not important what the facts are, what the year was, what the name of the person was, et cetera, et cetera. You think about that stuff and you lose the feeling of the song. <coughs> What's really important is you here and now singing this song and feeling what it's like. Well, okay, so there's all kinds of reasons, religious reasons, philosophical reasons, aesthetic reasons, feeling, feelings of personal preference, feelings of love for songs and for emotions over facts, etc. Psychological reasons you could call them, I suppose, that might lead people not to be too concerned with history. <coughs> And then on the other hand, there are places that had written histories for a long, long time. China and India and the many of the countries of Asia were some of the first to develop writing and the first to develop written histories. And so for those countries, we can trace music back a lot further than we can in the European music traditions that uh, many of us have studied and know something about. For some Chinese musicians, let's say old music is not what Westerners, what <coughs> Europeans and Americans would consider old music going back to the time of Bach and Beethoven or even back to the time of Palestrina or back to the time of medieval troubadours, but instead old music goes back two, three, four times that far to long ago times, times that people with uh, less developed historical traditions can hardly imagine as historical, and yet 
the dates and the numbers and the names are there in historical books and historical narratives. So for those reasons, we can't organize a class like this in terms of music history because a lot of it was just given to the historical information. But instead, we can recognize history as a precious thing when we find it, one of those rare intellectual flowers that crops up some places, but not other places. And we can see that, for instance, the Chinese historical texts are a special gift to humanity. And so we pay attention to history when we find it there and see what we can learn about history in human thinking and in human musical thinking. And we will do that when we get into um, musical studies. But for right now, I'm going to just play a piece. I'm not going to tell you when it was composed. I'm not going to tell you if I know when it was composed. I'm not going to tell you where or by whom or why or for what. I'm just going to play a little bit of it for you. A little bit. Now, I always tell people that the first thing you want to do when you hear a new piece of music, and I imagine that this is new to most of you. How many of you have heard this before? Is it Warren Magic? Well, I'm not going to answer that. Who's heard it before? Okay. Well, okay, I will answer that. Yes, this is Wine Madness. Okay. So what does that mean to the rest of you? What are you hearing when you hear Wine Madness? And I will ask those who know the piece to please stay out of the discussion. Because we're trying to help the what, 70 other people in here who don't know the piece? How can they figure out what they're hearing? What are you hearing? He's hearing wine madness. What are you hearing? Um, well, first of all, it's 
either objects or people, that is instruments, or what, do pe what, what, what part of people is involved in singing? The voice, yeah. And the voice is actually a composite product of a lot of body parts and muscular and nerve impulses and energies and so forth and so on. But it's a, um, um, it's something that we believe we have, like a mind. Um, and like the, like the mind, it produces results when used, which I guess is uh, the uh, best kind of thing for it to do, as I guess I think. So, I mean, some people would say silence is the best thing for a voice to, um, to do, uh, including some musicians. I'm not going to argue that one. That's giving it to the student of occupation for day number one. So, good. Hey, we're right at a major crossroads in trying to identify what we're hearing in this example because we've decided that it's a musical instrument, a thing, <coughs> an external object, an apparatus, and not a voice, a human voice singing. Is it just one musical instrument or is it more than one? together, it sounds like they're both played on the same instrument. So what we're hearing is one instrument. Why is it strange? Well, tomorrow, maybe we can continue that tomorrow, since we're at the end of today's class. It takes a lot of time to get these simple questions answered, but that's what we have to learn how to do. So I hope we'll see most of you tomorrow, or many of you tomorrow. Otherwise, see you on Friday. Yeah, it's just a...